Yo, Mark, uh, how you doing? I'm I'm a bit hungover myself, but uh, I've, we've I've got some good wins, and I know you've got some good wins, so we decided yeah. to do the show anyway. I am amazed. You're you're a trooper because you were sending messages like seven hours ago mm. on a chat app saying you were you had a bit of uh, insomnia. So <laughs> yeah. um, happy to see you here and uh, likewise doing uh, doing pretty good. All things good on the the progress side at least. Okay. So what, what's happened? What's going on for you? Okay, so uh, like revenue is totally flat, and last <laughs> week and the week before that were bad. So um, like I'm, I'm basically at the same revenue I was at two months ago. Okay, yeah. Um, views on YouTube are way up, which I guess is so. Basically, the top of the line is really good, and the bottom of the line is not good. Mm-hmm. And that's not surprising, given that I've done. 13 consecutive free videos and I'm just wrapping up a free series. I'm going to do a paid one later. Yeah. And also there may be people trying to save money now. So there are lots of possible factors, but the good side, I got a lot done. I got a, uh, I got that product launched the uh, starter kit for yes. people building apps with Phoenix. Excellent. That's a big deal. Cause that's like a whole, second thing to go alongside alchemist camp now when you say you got it launched you got it launched in what kind of capacity so i have i have uh enough code up that it is useful for some people um it has uh user auth built in oauth is built in uh i've got uh i've got a uh, an auth plug set up so that people can restrict certain routes to or certain actions to only admin users or only to users that are logged in. So people um, have been able to use it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So the, the way it works right now is people set my repo. As, well, actually, the way the initial, initial version is just download a zip file. But what I've gotten set up since we talked last time is now my repo can be set as an upstream and people just merge my upstream into their app and they get my new changes and resolve whatever conflicts they need to. If so how does this plug in um, from a payment point of view, from you getting money from it, you, you're not at that phase yet with this project? No, no. Well, what I did is I, I sent out an email to uh, people on my list, and I also tweeted a landing page that had a sign up. And I, I basically said, if you were already an Alchemist Camp member, you're getting this for free for as long as it's an alpha. For anyone else, if you're interested in getting it at a steep discount while it's in alpha, give me your email and I'll let you know. And what I've done is I've given the Alchemist Camp subscribers access to it. So basically, the people who are already my customers are using it now. Phoenix are- Igniter. Phoenix Igniter. And yeah. it is a tool that basically it's like a, it's like a, it's like a, 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 found, a foundational thing that makes it faster for you to build Phoenix apps yeah it's like uh, laravel spark is for laravel, laravel spark perfect it's like it's like that very very exciting rails so i really really like it yeah it's uh it's being used by paying alchemist camp members right now and i've gotten great emails from it which is which is awesome because it's so so uh, uh early in the stages and yeah. i'm about to open it to the other people who have signed up asking to be notified when I'm selling it, which is a list of about 65 people now. So talk to me through some of the, some of the feedback that you've got, like, has anyone actually used it? Like, how have they used it in what capacity? 
Oh, uh, so I, I got feedback right away saying like, oh, I was wondering how to set up auth and I was worried I would get it wrong. And this is really useful. And I see the code in my repo itself instead of uh, a lot of auth plugins that kind of hide everything from you. And then you can override their functions if you want to. Um, I got nice another feedback. email from someone that said, uh, you're awesome. I love this. No other comments. And I got another email <laughs> from someone one. that said, hey, I work at GitLab, or he didn't say they worked at GitLab, but said, if there's any sort of help you, you want related to GitLab to set this up, please let me know. Um, I, I guess that was our second email. They emailed me first asking if I was going to use the new... Uh, oh, so Git, and so GitLab is a competitor to GitHub. Yeah. So, so GitHub has kind of been mirroring GitLab's improvements. They've been lagging by about a year. Yeah. But... GitLab open like they made free repos, free private repos. About a year later, GitHub copied it. Then GitLab made uh, CI/CD built into the uh, um, like their whole interface, so you can have like a project with a repo and actually also like a Trello board kind of thing connected to it and That's, CI/CD. What's and now, what's what's CIDC? Uh, continuous integration and continuous deployment. Oh, okay. So, so that so 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 built in. So you just because yeah. normally we have to set up your our own Jenkins server and make all that uh, that's, happen. Yeah, that's uh, a yeah. uh, pain and more expensive. I, so I, I'm using just the free version of it, and I, I added a GitLab dash CI dot YAML file mm -hmm. to the base of my project. And every time I push my project, or every every time I push any code to my repo, all the tests will run. If I pushed or merged to master and all the tests pass, it will automatically deploy it. And I, I had to configure how that works, of course, in the YAML file. But it's pretty awesome. That's pretty cool. And of course, you have to have tests for a project like yours. Tests, tests I'm definitely not using for any of my stuff, but that's, that's just because I, it, no one's relying on it. <laughs> I, I, I mean, I'm being pragmatic about it. I'm not like a testing zealot, but the yeah. further along it gets, the more I'll need. Um, anyway, yeah. the uh, one feature that GitHub has recently uh, caught up to GitLab with, or at least gotten close to, is some of their team functionality yeah, for free users. Yeah. And... This, this Alchemist Camp user emailed me about it, asking if I was going to use it. And I said, well, I've already got all the code on GitLab. I'm going to use that. And just immediately got this response back that was like, if you need any help whatsoever with, uh, with GitLab or you, you need to talk to them, just let me know. Huh, and cool. that was, like, that just shocked me. Yeah, um, that's awesome. I mean, Bit, yeah. you know, Bitbuckets had, had the free team thing for like five years. The, the thing I wanted... Private repos. Um, so, so basically, the thing that I want for this project that I, that I need to have set up uh, before I can get... Uh, or before I want to sell it, and which I have gotten set up, is people can auth through GitLab and then they'll automatically be added to a project that I have on GitLab so they have read access to all the repos. Got it. Yeah, so that makes sense. Basically, as soon as they pay me, I authorize them through that. See, yeah. Instead of just so, it, so it hooks into your payment journey. Perfect. Yeah, I don't want to just like make them download new zip files of the code all the time. Yeah, it's better if they can just set my master or my branch as a remote and pull in and merge whatever they want that I've added. That's cool. Yeah. Uh, so 
Um, so what about your, um, the, the immigration stuff? Oh yeah. Um, so I also made progress on that. I've gotten, I've gotten the entrepreneur visa. So the last step left is to get a resident card. I took the entrepreneur visa to a different government office and, um, you know, submitted everything. It should be fine. I should like by May 1st, I should have residency and health insurance. It's like you, it's funny. You you're so close to having it solved that it, it doesn't feel like a pain point. It's like when you're, when you're not ill, you don't really notice that you're not ill, but when you're ill, right. it's like, everything's about that. So, you know, the previous, right. yeah. the previous two calls, like you were just like, Oh yeah, this, that, that was such a major thing. But this call, it was like, you've, you've just got it sorted. You, you've, yeah. you, you're there, you know? So that's cool. Well, it would, it would really suck to have to leave, <laughs> like go to the U S now, you know? Yeah. If there are any up. direct flights anymore, anyway. I'm I, like I'm not even sure how I would. How Although, I would are you talking so. about coronavirus, or are you just talking yeah, about? Yeah. Um, there's. Did you see the couple of studies that are beginning to come out about um, the prevalence of antibodies in the in the in the population? So, um, I've been keeping up with that a little bit. I, like so, basically, if if those studies are right, and that actually, you know, 1.5 to 4 percent of the population do already have it, it actually puts the death rate in line with the flu it's not it's not like 10 times more worse than the flu um and then that's gonna be quite interesting to to see what happens if that's the case yeah but the seasonal flu hasn't been like overwhelming national health systems yeah but the, but ne- neither has coronavirus well it has in italy it hasn't i mean it has in a lot of places uh i don't i don't know if Oh, well, maybe that's true. Maybe that's true. Maybe like they're running out of like uh, PPEs or ventilators at least. Well, I I don't know about, I I don't know. I hear, I hear very, I hear conflicting stuff about that. Yeah. Um, You know, but uh, I mean, I don't know. I'm not, I mean, like like here that it would actually take some work to catch it, but I'm not going to, you know, I'm not going to go to some crazy huge parties or anything. (laughs) Yeah, well, I mean, it's it's super interesting because if if it's true and that there already are like a couple of hundred thousand people in Los Angeles who have it, then it's it's just very very interesting. Well, I, I bet a lot of younger people, especially, you know, just had like very very minor symptoms and didn't even realize it, or they got a little bit sick. But you know, there's it's really hard to tell. Also, there's a lot of um, talk about. Um, that it came over earlier than we thought that it was here in maybe potentially November and December um, in the, in in the America. US? Yeah. In the U S yeah. I'm skeptical about that, but, but what, what's interesting about that is that our whole family got, got ill in December in with, with all of these symptoms and went to the doctors and there was nothing They were, They couldn't find anything. There was nothing. And we all had it for like a couple of days and then we were fine. So it's like, it wasn't flu. It wasn't strep. It wasn't any of the usual suspects. Hmm. They didn't know what it was. And then we all, so I'm, I'm super interested to take the antibody test when that becomes available. That'll be, yeah, that'll be interesting when it comes out. Um, one thing to be careful about though, is just because you have antibodies doesn't mean you're better yet. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And, and I think I'm just, I, I have a little bit of concern. People just be like, I have antibodies. Like, Everything's great. Now I'll go to a you know a concert. <laughs> yeah, that's probably what would happen. Um, Florida, at least. But one thing that there's no denying is is um, it's 
it's changing life. It's altering the shape of life. Like uh, my, you know, in both of my day jobs, Modern Teacher and True Space, those companies are just going to, they're going to be different companies moving forward because they're just taking online more seriously. You know, a lot of pretty much most of what they were doing was in the real world. But, but with this, with this uh, just completely impacting their business, they're now moving most of it online, certainly making it so that a large portion of revenue can come through the online method. Yeah. Um, and and some know, of that yeah. could have happened anyway, like eventually. No, it, it completely could have happened. I mean, in, the, in those two companies' cases, it's, it's basically given them, given them a, uh, I guess, a boot up the ass to like move to get to that yeah, direction nudge, first. But yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But, but that's, that's kind of cool. I mean, um, you know, I've been saying to them for years, that's what they should do, but they, they, they were sort of in the comfort zone. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, I, I have a, um, an uncle who has had like a pretty unpleasant tech job, mm-hmm. not in like, cause he's not in San Francisco or any like big tech hub. So it's like a, it's a company, it's a big company that, uh, doesn't specialize in doing tech. And so they kind of see tech as a, a cost center that they just have to deal with. And mm-hmm. he's paid well, but, you know, gets called in like really late, like after midnight sometimes. And they always deploy on Friday. And things always break and just mm-hmm. like all kinds of things like that. Yeah. And last time I talked to him, he was like, you know, it's, it's really nice to not have to go in and just yeah. be able to do this from home like I yeah. should have been able to before. Like, yeah, right. Should have been able to do it the whole time, yeah. That's cool. So, um, one, one quick related thing to this that you just reminded me of is there was an article I saw in Hacker News this week Yeah, that was, or maybe it was on Indie Hackers, I don't remember where, mm-hmm. but it was um, remote developers get paid 8% more on average. Interesting. And it was, it was actually, the, the gap was bigger than that, but they were trying to control for, uh, for age, for experience, for uh, you know, what technologies they were using, for full-time, part-time, like all of those things. And I, I still kind of have the impression that they're not, you know, that that's not truly representative. Like it's probably the, you know, the, the better or at least more assertive developers that have been able to uh, work something out where they are remote. That makes that makes sense. Yeah, they're skewing the curve. Yeah. yeah. Um, because you know when we've when I've hired remote developers, it's been the opposite. It's basically been I've been able to get people who are better than a lot of people in San Francisco at much mm-hmm. lower prices, much lower. You know, n- not not ridiculously cheap, but just much lower than San Francisco rates, and that's been oh. great. So you know you can build a team of right of like top quality tech uh, devs, um, but who, that are, who are distributed in places like Alabama and Georgia and stuff. Um, but Wait, who, you, you know. Could have been they, you. Could have been me. How do you mean? Didn't you uh, move to Georgia? That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Before going back to California. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, um, cool. So, uh, any, any health stuff? I actually, so I wasn't, planning on it. it wasn't a goal but i actually mm. did make it out running twice and oh, cool. two more days exercising in the park so other than a pretty erratic sleep schedule i would say i've done pretty well sweet yes that is nice and I, how about your your glucose update yeah so um i did i did hit my goal which was 70 percent in range 
um, nice. over, the la- over the last seven days. So if I go back over 14 days, it's uh, 65% in range. So the week before was bad. But uh, hopefully next, this time next week, if I can maintain that at 70% in range and then get better. One thing that I've done to help that is, so you know I'm already, always doing, the, already doing all the eating all the veggies. Mm-hmm. Um, but we've got this, where I live in the mountains, there's um, steps. There's about 22 steps that come from the road down to our house. Wooden mm-hmm. steps, you know, like outside mountain type steps. So anyway, I'm sprinting up them. Ten, I'm, I'm doing oh, like nice. a, I'm doing like ten, like a like a an hit up sprint up, sort of walk down sprint up walk down like ten times. So I'm doing that once a day, um, and I think that is having an impact. You know, the the only high intensity interval training that I don't hate is running uphill. Interesting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause it's just, I guess it's just like so efficient, so much work, but you're not pounding your joints really. And you're not, exactly. It's, it's, yeah. it's strange. It's low impact. It's, it's, it's low impact, but it's really high. And I remember like what, you know, the one time that I was very fit and slim um, back when I was like in my thirties, let's say, I think I was like 29 or 30 or something. I was cycling uphill for like half an hour every day on the way to work and i think it's a similar kind of feeling it's a similar you just sort of push you're just sort of standing up on the bike and like it's pushing slowly and just making it you know just and getting it was up there guaranteed that you do it five days a yeah, week yeah yeah, <laughs> yeah. So, so this is this is not as much as that i mean so obviously this is just i'm, I'm just doing it once i might try and transition yeah. it to twice a day but once a day i can definitely do it and I know that there's been progress because the first couple of days I did it, I could only sprint up it like two times. Yeah. I'd have well, to walk the rest. And you've probably still lost a bit of weight. And at least like with the diet, like compared to the day you first told me about it, then you showed me your, like your older data yeah, yeah. was in range like 25% of the time. Oh yeah. It's better. So it's, better. it's uh, like, it's clearly like the bad week now is better than the typical a couple months ago. Yeah, the, the 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 jury's out on the weight loss, but um, I'm sort of back up to two two seven at this point. Two two seven, yeah. But I was down to two two. Wait, two? No, no. I'm back up to two one seven. I was down to two one three at one point, which was like, whoa, that was really cool. That was like a few days ago. But then I don't know a bottle of wine last night, the crappy food that I ate. I don't know. You can, you can shift yeah. like four or five pounds in a day. It's crazy. You totally can. <laughs> like, like it's, I, I think that's why everyone, uh, um, not everyone, but lots of people that are like really trying to lose weight. They look at like a 10 day weighted average or something like yeah. that. Yeah. But I don't even have a scale, so I'm not, I'm not tracking that side. Um, so in, in, in business news, um, we'll, we'll do like screen sharing in a set, yeah. but uh, I'll just, I'll just, to give it give an update for the for the audio uh, section so task flow i have i have been working on so it was it was unusable last time basically it uh, the last time i showed you you could just there was a pop-up window to add tasks but it was just html it wasn't wired up well now it's wired up you can add stuff to the database you can edit the task names you can kind of use it for project management um in a, in a very rudimentary way, although to be honest, it's still not as good as a big ass text file. And I tried okay. to use it to do project management and then I found, I found out 
well, task management. I found out, no, no, it's too annoying. I'm going to go, I'm going to go back and use my big ass text file instead. So it's not, it's not there yet, but I'm getting close to, and, I, and I'll, I'll give you a demo of that. So that's cool. Um, with Nugget, uh, the batch, um, the latest batch is completely full and actually spilled over to a new batch. Um, so there was a there was one guy. Uh, did, did I say this on the show last time, or did it was it just did I just tell you? You personally? explained that you you cut off the the batch sizes. I don't I don't remember. It's fifteen a fifteen a batch now. Yeah. Um. So that's rolled over, and now um a sixteenth person has come in, and they're now started a new batch. Um. But did I explain how I I sort of accidentally sold a founder on Nugget through? Said through sending him lessons. I don't think so. Yeah. So, <clears throat> and it it very much speaks to what we what what we spoke about on the first few sessions, which was like the the low resolution version of Nugget. And I think this is the answer. Accidentally, I found the answer. So I was speaking to this guy, and he's he's sort of uh, he'd built a site in a way. It was kind of competing with Nugget in a way. Um, uh, it was uh, Pain Painland was the name of his site. I've and, seen that on Indie Hackers. Yeah, it's, it's on Indie Hackers, it's on Product Hunt. And so, because he's, he's just really grappling with trying to find out the right idea. Um, and he's, he's super successful already at building stuff um, in the real world. So he has like a consultancy that builds these sort of, uh, these technical installations. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, like a, a wall that like, moves you know you walk past the wall and it like tracks you and the little things spin and it rotates and they do very well you know they do they're very successful um but that doesn't exactly translate to building software on you know online business on software so he really wants to do that and he's trying to find out you know how do i find that idea and so he just sent me an email saying you know hey i've just bumped into nugget i sort of like what you're doing it's a bit similar to what i'm doing um you know Here's, here's a whole bunch of ideas that I'm thinking about doing. What do you think? And so I was like, I was thinking, yeah, I could sort of do individual analysis of those ideas. But honestly, if I could just grab a few lessons from Nugget and give them to him, it, it'd be helpful because then he'll just teach him how to fish. You know what I mean? Right, right. So I was like, okay, what are the key lessons I can just grab out? And I went through and I picked like seven lessons. I'm like, yeah, if he reads this, 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 then that's going to make it much clearer, easier for him to evaluate those ideas. So I sent him that stuff and he didn't get back. You know, there was no sort of response. And then like, I don't know, like a week later, he was like, this is cool. This really helps. Um, in fact, I think, I think I want to become a, like a, a member of Nugget. <laughs> nice, nice. <laughs> um, you know, and that was that was like quite interesting because that's what we what we were talking about. Like, it's like a low resolution version, so it's sort of giving the key, the key information without the high detail. Um, so, what I'm going to do is, it's made me realize that I'm going to build a boot camp. Did I? Did we not say this? You last did. Episode? You did yeah. mention you. You yeah. did talk about the resolution and about making yeah, like yeah. A, an initial boot camp, which was a like a more. Uh, Yes. Um, so I'm going to abbreviated ba- intro. Yeah. So I'm going to do that. I'm going to make that free. I'm going to post that to product hunt. Um, I want to get great testimonials on the front page. And I sort of want that to be like the, the sort of stuff. I think I want it to be a great starting point for any new founder who's just getting started. Like, okay, this is 
this is the place that you should go and get the basic information about this. And um, yeah, so, so that's what I'm working on. I've started, started building it and I think it's going to be good. I'm excited about it. In fact, I think so too. I have the madness about it and that's why uh, I got no sleep last night. <laughs> that's, that's like what you do with blogs. Like you yeah. put the very best stuff out front and then people consume those and more of the rest. But the good thing about this is it's, it's better than the blog. I've done the blog thing and in some of the same contents on blogs, but this is, it's, you, it's giving you that full nugget experience where it's just one sort of stage. You see the little rocket progress along the top and you have the in-class kind of experience. So, mm-hmm. And I think I'm sort of debating on whether people should sign up or whether they should be able to access it instantly. Um, mm-hmm. I think probably sign up. Um, because it's one click sign up anyway, using social media. And then I do get yeah. there. I do get a connection with them. It's yeah. So that's probably, I would, I would definitely do that. Yeah. So anyway, so that's, so that's what I'm working on. And I've, that's what I got to show you in our, in our video portion of, of this, all that stuff. Uh, sounds, sounds good. I, I'll have uh, a few, uh, uh, convert kit results pages to show you too. Nice. Got, got some good conversions. All right, so, so you want to yeah. grab the screen? Yeah. Sh- oh, sure. I'll do share. Yeah. Uh, next up, I'm gonna make some some UI components. With We're sort of in the same place. Um, the task flow stuff and this feels like it's in a similar kind of development cycle phase. It's like it's beginning to. It's sort of. It's it's. Well, I would know. Obviously, yours is way ahead of where I'm at because you've actually got. Like it's understandable. It's, <laughs> it's the understandable. opposite. Well, it's the opposite part, though. It's just the back end. Yeah. <laughs> like I'm, I, I'm just about to start some front end things, so people can just see, oh, this stuff all exists. You know, yeah, let, let me check this out. But at least you're saying a quick start for your app, Phoenix, Phoenix framework yeah. with a few things included. What's set up? So you've got you, you've got some context, some onboarding, <laughs> and it yes. makes sense. It's great. I mean, I I like it. But I've, the similarity is. Um, I think we're both not quite, we're not quite used to it enough. Yeah. Yeah. Well, to explain it, (laughs) it's definitely, it's definitely super early and anyone that's paying now or that pays in this coming week, which I actually, I do suspect it'll have at least five sales. I'm thinking probably more like 10. And what, Uh, what is the price point? The price point is going to be 180, but I'm discounting it to 45 during the alpha, uh, launch and then while well, it's in beta it'll be 90 and then it'll go up to 180 once it's it's like fully launched great yeah so, love it think uh, that may that may get some revenue so um yeah that's uh that's basically what i've got for my progress go to uh your mental model yeah all right let me unshare the screen wait what what's my mental model well, you, you sent it to me. Don't you want to introduce a mental model? Yeah, sure. What, what, which one did I send? Uh, Gresham. Uh, what was it? Uh, Gre- it was. Oh. Oh, I sent that to you because I thought it was interesting, not because I thought we were going to share it on the show, but... Gresham's Law, right. Well, I, I remember it, so... I, okay, I'll, go on then. I'll, I'll spit it out. Yeah. Um, so Gresham, uh, Gresham's Law, was, it was initially about uh, debasing of coins, um, Gresham was alive in the 1500s. And basically what it said is, you know, if you've got a bunch of coins that are, if you've got multiple types of coins that are both official currency, but some of them have less valuable metal in them than the others, 
say you've got some actually silver coins and then you have some silver coated copper coins, then the silver coated copper coins will drive the full silver coins out of the market because they're worth more. Anytime you get one of the more valuable coins, you'll just keep that to yourself and you'll spend the coin with inferior metal that yeah. is legally worth the same amount. And so basically the law is bad drives out good. Yes. And it's, so I think the kind of the, the key meta uh, thing about mental models in general is that it's an idea from one domain that's useful in other domains. Yeah. So like this isn't just useful when you're thinking about, well, you know, like I, I hear they're, they're going to get rid of the, the pennies that have a little bit of copper in them and it'll be pure zinc instead of just <laughs> zinc coated copper soon. I better hoard the ones with some copper. Uh, they're also useful in, uh, uh, in fact, that one's not even that useful in its direct context, yeah, but yeah, it, it's also useful in like, uh, uh, say like used cars, like the lemons on the market end up, end up driving out all the good cars because anyone who's got a good used car won't be able to get market price trying to sell it. Well, Hacker News also, in the discussion that they had on Hacker News was interesting because they were talking about how bad drives out good in, in the context of a company as well, like the hiring spiral, you know, like how when, when, you, when you get sort of bad people uh, who come into the company who are just sort of not, not doing the same level of work, who are like, you know, gaming the system, like then the good people will be like, ah, I don't really want to work here anymore because now we've got these, these dicks who've moved in. So they all leave and then more bad people come in. So basically bad drives out good is the rule. Yeah. I, I didn't <laughs> see that on, I didn't see the hacker news discussion, but yeah. uh, Steve jobs used to talk about that. He called them bozos. Like mm. once you get too many bozos, then everyone who's not a bozo leaves or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, That's, yeah. I, so I had, I had actually thought of this when you send it to me, my first uh, just first thought outside of its direct context was rental property mm -hmm. or classifieds in general. Like say you're trying to hire an engineer and that engineer is amazing. Well, they probably aren't even on the market. They're probably like already being paid and treated very well by their first employer. And if they're horrible, maybe they've like been on that classified site Mm -hmm. gotten a job, gotten fired from it four times this year. Mm -hmm. So they're just always there. So this, so the site is going to be flooded with uh, whatever it is you don't want, whether if it's apartments or employees or uh, coins. Well, that's certainly true of toilet roll during coronavirus. So like when, when we've got toilet roll now, but it was super hard to get good toilet roll. Like the only toilet roll I was able to get was just weird stuff that was shipped from China or whatever. And um, it was so much of that weird stuff available and very little of the good stuff available. So <laughs> there you go. Um, <laughs> there so you go. So good. That's a, that's a really, I think it's a really useful mental model. Like that one is widely applicable. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So, um, okay. Well, how about goals? Um, my goal is to actually start selling my, my startup project, my uh, starter kit. So, Phoenix That's a great Igniter goal. will go from zero to one sales, although hopefully more like zero to five or 10. That's a good one. That's a good goal. Um, I, I, I guess I, I don't know whether my goal should be about releasing the Nugget Bootcamp or should be about making more progress on Taskflow. Um, 
I think it should probably be about the boot camp because that raises the needle for me much more. Um, but I might do a couple of tweaks on task flow. Just to, you know, okay. So task flow on the on the screen with the the the, the snapshot screen. I want to be able to actually edit data on that and then reorder. No, not reorder. That's too complicated. Just edit data on that screen. So just one small thing for Taskflow. And then release the Nugget Bootcamp where it actually has a homepage with testimonials and just at least get, it, get that ready. I don't know about releasing it, but get it ready to be released. Uh, one big thing that I want to do is contact a lot of entrepreneurs who are successful and say, look, here is the Bootcamp. What do you think? Can I, can I put you on the front page as saying, I recommend you you do this. So I think, cause I think that will help drive it. Might, yeah, it might be good to have some, some space between those two questions. How do you mean? Like, here's a boot camp. Do you have any advice? Do you like it now? Yeah. Can I say that you said that instead of, um, here's a boot camp. Can I put your face on it? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. yeah no, that, and, and I want that. Like literally, I literally want, the problem is, is it's, you know, 10 lessons might be a lot of content to review, but yeah. I really would love people to look at it and tell me, yes, this is good or this is bad. I mean, I already did do that the first time around, um, but I'd like to do it with more entrepreneurs, more successful entrepreneurs. That's a good idea. And I think a lot of people like that enjoy giving their advice too. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, so that's me. And then just with the blood sugars, just keep it to the 70% for another week. That's, uh, yeah, sounds, uh, sounds like a good plan. I, I guess I'm going to add one more into mine. I want to get one video published in Alchemist Camp also. Mm. So nice. Just, yeah, just two, two goals, one big one, one little one. Okay. All right. Well, see you next week. Ciao.